you had so much to say about this one Instagram post that I made, probably my most popular Instagram post I've made in quite some time, uh, was the idea of being lost. Did you see this post? I was talking about feeling like, like kind of lost. Well, we got to bring that up with Leah today. What does it mean when periods of your life, when you're feeling lost? And honestly, the advice that she gives me, oof. You're going to remember this episode for sure. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Hello. Welcome back to a Monday edition of Certified Mama's Boy. It feels a little monday Brain's feeling a little Monday. Today is the 9th of January. Very happy to have you here. This is a podcast based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, if you had to choose one unflattering word to describe me, what is that word that you would choose? Okay, it's a not not flattering term that -hmm. you would choose to describe me. And I'll explain to you why I was, why this even came up in the first place, is that my boss had a talk with me last week. And he said, be careful because I'm afraid that you're coming off as blank. And I was like, I wonder, I'm going to talk to the podcast fam about this because I want to see if if this, if this term, like what's the first word that you would think of? Because I, I want to see without without prompt. If this is a uh, concern, a concern, because y'all, if anyone's going to tell me the truth, it's going to be y'all. Okay? There's nobody else going to be more honest than, than this fam. <laughs> Trust me. I know that. Uh, well, come on. What do you think? What, what was the word? You're coming off as blank. Coming off as blank. What do you think that word might be? Um, maybe arrogant. Okay. And why would you choose arrogant? Well, I don't think you're arrogant, but I'm trying to think of you on the <laughs> I'm thinking of you on the radio. Okay. You know how sometimes when, you know, you're talking, you come off as a little bit of a... Um, <laughs> yeah. I know better than you do. Okay. Arrogant. Kind of thing. Arrogant. Yeah. It's a that's good choice. I, that's the only thing I can think of. The word that he described me as is unrelatable. No. Unrelatable, which I would honestly seem worse. That seems worse to me than wow. um, <laughs> than going uh, the being uh, an arrogant person. Unrelatable. So I'm unrelatable. unrelatable to whom your audience. Okay, so here's the reason, and and this is why we'll we'll discuss is because obviously you guys know this week taking my second, you know, uh, well, first vacation, you know, of the year, my second <laughs> break in, in, in less than a month. Um, yes. so which is your company policy, which is my company policy, mm-hmm. but he has suggested that for the radio show, I don't talk about me going on vacation because he says I take so much vacation. This is obviously a ongoing theme now with this group. Uh, Mm -hmm. I take so much vacation that it's going to be unrelatable. And then people are going to start thinking that I'm just like some, oh, I can just go on vacation all the time. I just go on vacation all the time, which is kind of (laughs) true. But like, that's like the only way I spend my money is to go on vacation. You know what I mean? That and grocery delivery. That's all. It's a little bit all I spend my money on. Yes. What do you think, Ma? How do you, how do you feel about that? Unrelatable. Unrelatable. Because I I really started, so I, obviously I had a a pretty quiet weekend. So I had some time to think about my life and (laughs) 
uh, just me and these four walls. Uh, but then I was thinking, I was like, God, my, I don't know that my life really is that relatable to anybody. Like I'm, I'm a 40 year old man with no kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm kind of a weirdo. My mm-hmm. life still revolves around the latest Nintendo game release <laughs> dates. I mean, I do travel more than most people. I don't really eat <laughs> regular food. Uh, I don't enjoy the normal hobby. Am I an unrelatable person? That like, well, kind of freaked me out a little bit. You know, I mean, you've got to know your audience. I mean, your audience is, what, 18 to 35? No. No. 25 to 54. Oh, 25 to 54. Yes. And I, I would assume that most of them are married. Yes. And have children, yeah. and eat an all-American diet, yes. and have, you know, careers that are probably nine to five, yes. and have pretty <laughs> so, predictable lifestyles. So. so yeah, you're right. It's not you. <laughs> That's not who you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, it makes me it make kind of, kind of made me a little paranoid a little bit for just about like because I I've noticed that on the radio show in the, for the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Is like there's a lot of things I just don't talk about because it just doesn't relate to anybody, you know? Right. I'm like, right. oh, there's a, here's an article about veganism. Like, no mm-hmm. one's gonna, but like, I just I don't want to seem like I'm unrelatable. Like, oh my god, that just seems well, I. You like know. nobody wants to be anything worse than un- I'd rather be arrogant than unrelatable. <laughs> My God, yeah, I mean, you know, mm. yeah, I mean, just because just, it, the truth is that you're hired to entertain people that are different than you, yeah, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> most of the stuff that you do is not coming from you necessarily. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. you're a performer. You're performing mm. and adapting to their lives. Well, yeah, I'm, that's the thing. It's like I just I talk about right? like kids. And I talk about I'm just well, trying to talk about everything you there. Do. You know, yeah, dad jokes my, and yeah, kid right. jokes and all that. That's not who you look at, mom. This is why no, I, I knew I had to bring up to my mom. And anybody would defend it would be my mom. So, <laughs> well, I mean that's Kramer. Yeah, that's who Kramer is. Yeah. That's not who Stephen Yancey is. Sure. But you're hired to be Kramer, which that's I think true. is I think it's a hard thing. I think that that's part of your struggle honestly. Is go that, on. That you Sounds can, like a therapy session now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you can edit any of this out. I know that. So <laughs> I'll just I'll just speak freely and then tomorrow when I listen <laughs> this back actually it's not will there, never be heard by anybody. I'll go well, he didn't oh, well. like that. Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> but then I always say, oh, it's his show, not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to sort of my point, you are paid to entertain and to be a radio personality that is really not truly who you are. True. And, and I would say that's true of probably most People in radio or an actor. An actor is portraying a character. You're sure. not necessarily portraying another character, but you are hired to entertain people in a certain demographic that lead a certain lifestyle, that like certain kinds of music and do certain kinds of things. Sure. And so you have to adapt to them to make your show interesting and relevant to them. <laughs> 
And then y'all come over here and I'm like, okay, let's talk about all this hypochondriac shit for a while. <laughs> well, I mean, you I need, are I need more... to get out of my I need to get out of my human skin for a second. Hang on. <laughs> like rip off my, my mask. I mean, don't and you I can think do my that's alien hard? self? I think that's uh, hard. Yeah. Well, it's not I me. Mean, here's why I've always based the radio shows. It's like it's really outward focused anyway. You know, like yes. everything we talk about is kind of focused on what's happening with a listener anyway, you know? Yes. And so it's not a huge deal, but it just it's not the more I thought you. about it, I was like, God, I don't really know that I, I may not be the best choice for like relatability when it comes to this job anymore, you know? But that doesn't to, in my opinion, that doesn't make you a bad talk show host. Well, the ratings would say would, would prove the same. <laughs> yeah. So but just un, I've never never been called unrelatable before. So I was like, wow, I was a, I was a punch in the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's we're gonna make a, a couple of agreements with each other. Is starting when I get back from this trip, I need to be be more. I need to like put my human skin back on more often, and not for relatability reasons, for different reasons. I have been absolutely psycho over this weekend about not getting sick. I have been so psycho about not getting sick. I literally have like shoved myself into my condo for the last three days. <laughs> I did, I did have to go to the grocery store where I put a mask on because I was mm-hmm. just like, I just cannot and will not get sick right before this trip. I won't do it. There's just no mm-hmm. way I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going down this way. I'm not going to waste a vacation because I had to go pick up some beyond meat over at, <laughs> the giant grocery store. And so that's the brand. It's called Giant. Mm. If you're not from Maryland, it's called Giant. No. So I'm not mm. I'm not going to the giant. Okay. And like mm-hmm. that's what's gonna take my, down my trip. It's not happening. Not, so mm-hmm. like literally all weekend I've been super psycho. I'm like, you know what? When I get back, I gotta stop being so psycho about this. Mm. And like if I get sick, I get sick. And like that's just it is what it is. Mm. But like post-pandemic. I I don't think I've rebounded quite yet mm-hmm. to not be fearful of getting sick. Mm-hmm. Remember how we like feared it for so long? And oh, some of you are gosh. fine with it, but I think if you had a, if you have mm-hmm. hypochondria, right? Mm-hmm. You're already kind of worried about getting sick in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it just made it just made it so much worse. Mm-hmm. It literally just made it so much worse, and I. Uh, yeah, no, mm-mm, nope, nope. Just, I can't, I, I can't handle, I just, I cannot handle the idea, especially right now. If like people are breathing on me, like mm-hmm. it's getting really, really bad. So, uh, I told myself, like, listen, we get back human skin on for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Normal person. If you get sick, you get sick, but you gotta just like go out and live Describe your life. Describe a normal person. I don't 99% know of people listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. don't think about the idea of getting sick anymore. And I know that because mm-hmm. I see it when I go out. Like, so I went to the giant. Okay. That, here's my, here's my, here's my relatable topic. You've never been to the grocery store before. How about that old grocery <laughs> store? Right. Am I right? <laughs> oh man. What a doozy going to the grocery store. I'm talking about that tomorrow on the radio show. Um, <laughs> I, one person had a mask on. Probably fifty people in this were one person had a mask on. Because I was just mm-hmm. genuinely, genuinely curious. I'm like, you know, because I I noticed like on the planes, and on planes about thirty percent of people have masks on. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I wonder like how much in reality, just walking around the the earth, being a normal human, people are still wearing masks. And it's mm-hmm. like literally. So I was like, I'm gonna check it in the giant. Literally, mm-hmm. it's one person. 
mm-hmm. one out of 50. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is it. This is, I'm like getting to a point where it's beyond crazy. Mm-hmm. And when we get back, like, I don't think, does it, honestly, is anybody wearing a mask in public anymore? Well, Listen I to this sure am. <laughs> if you are, do you still wear it in public when you go out? Yes, I do. Now that Jim's so like the grocery store therapy. Oh yeah, wear but it everywhere. Take, okay, take out take out chemotherapy though. Before that, yeah, no. You were, were you, you were were you wearing it to like the grocery store and stuff? No, no. Mm-mm. Relatable topic. Grocery stores. We all do that. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not the same way you do it. No, I, typically I would. I think I'm just. <laughs> I'm so. I think I'm so fearful of ruining a trip over a stupid cold or a stupid <laughs> COVID or stupid whatever. So that's it. We have to make a commitment. When I get back, we got to like chill. We got to like just chill and get it over with. And if we get sick, we get sick. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to probably not going to die. Well, your, your situation with COVID was quite traumatic. I mean, it ruined our Christmas last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. You had to change flights and you had to That you did. Know, that was you had to that miss was work. I mean tricky. That you know, that was hard. You had to record from home and Yeah. You know, that was really that was traumatic. Yeah. So I think based on whatever your experience has been is how you deal with it now. And um, you know, now you're this trip. All these trips are important to you because you live alone. Right. And that's when true. you go on a trip, you're connecting with people. That's true. You know, and you're changing your environment, which you know is hard for you. I mean, the, the cold, you know, you know that it messes with your depression. You know yeah. how important it is to, to go to a sunny place and, you know, have some nature therapy. I mean that's that's really of high importance and high that's value true. to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, and so what I know, don't want to do is to be sick or to miss it. You're right. So I do, I do I do hold these trips at a high regard, and I would be Absolutely. very disappointed. You know, but even like last year, think about. It. I mean, I took obviously seven and a half weeks of vacation, um, but I didn't get as crazy. But I feel, also feel like I think it is like this post mm-hmm. holiday mm-hmm. trying not to you know. Feeling like last year when I when I had to like yeah change my plans and come back mm-hmm. and just kind of living a little PTSD from yeah and then what we that. went through even this Christmas around mask around you know knowing that we all had to protect Jim right. we needed to protect you you know right. so what limits were there and we know that caused all kinds of turmoil and craziness um, so yeah I mean I think but I don't think most humans think about it though traumatic. I, I, so let's yeah. put that question on the certified fans page and just, just to see what normal humans are doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> you guys are way more normal, normal. than I am. Yeah. Put, uh, let's, let's, are, you, are you still wearing masks? Like, unless you're required to, like, are you, are you still wearing? Like, and, and if you are, like, where are you wearing them? Like, where, what's, your, what's your threshold? Typically, I wouldn't, if I didn't have to travel, I wouldn't have worn it to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. All right, mom. Well, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Alan Watts. The only way to make sense out of change is to plunge into it, move with it, and join the dance. And if there is one thing in life that's certain, you know what they say, it's change. Yeah. Um, and, and we do, we have to adapt to it. And I love the part where he says, and join the dance. You know, just try to, you know, get into the rhythm and the movement of the change and 
adapt and adjust and make it the best you can for you and your situation, you know, whatever it is. Um, because it, it, it's going to happen. I mean, it's yeah. going to happen. Change happens today. Change will happen tomorrow. Um, yeah, we have to learn to adapt and just go with it. Just okay. go with it. I'm glad this was a quote. And by the way, my mom picks out the quotes. I don't know what they, she, where they are before she says it. But I actually had a conversation, a very similar conversation about this this weekend with a friend. Mm. And tell me, tell me this. Um, one of my fears, because I think I have dealt with so much change in my life, right? Like my life, my turn, life turns upside down, or at least changes usually every, God, what two, three years? This is, of course mm. sort of seems like I have a brand new life that I didn't have, you know, prior. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was talking to a friend of mine who's also divorced and I guess here's my question, married people, and you can answer this because we, we talk a lot about change and being used to change and being, you know, things change all the time and nothing ever stays the same. Does that not make you very fearful about picking a partner in your life? Because it does for me. It makes me really uncomfortable knowing that like so many, like who I am today, right? Think about mm-hmm. who I am today, mom. And think about mm-hmm. who I was when I was 29. Mm-hmm. Okay. Way mm-hmm. different person. Wait, 29, where was I living? Um, I think I was probably in Phoenix. Phoenix maybe Phoenix, Tampa. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was, so I was living in Phoenix, Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say, I wonder who was that? I was 20. No, I didn't move to Phoenix till 2013. So I was in Tampa. Uh, I guess it is 20. It's, yeah. So it, was, what, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was, let me think. Let me January. It doesn't matter. Wherever you were, matter. there you were. Okay. <laughs> but the point is like, I live somewhere not where I live now. Right. Right. Um, I was, you know, I was a meat eater. I didn't really take care of my body that well. Mm-hmm. Um, my interests were very different than they are, except for Nintendo. That's the only thing that's really carried through my whole entire life. That's the only consistent mm-hmm. I've had in my life is Nintendo games, which mm-hmm. actually that's kind of deep. I wonder if that's why why I latch on to them because it's like the only consistent I've had. Um, and Kiki. How, <laughs> and Kiki, that's right, Kiki. <laughs> so Kiki and Nintendo games. <laughs> but other than that, my life is completely different than it was 10 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. So married people. Mm-hmm. How do you digest that when literally everything is always changing? Because mm-hmm. who you married, the guy you married. No, it's no <laughs> nothing like the guy. It's he not is that today. guy. No. So how do you guy. how do you commit to a lifetime? And then this is not me. This is not me talking down about it. But this is just me mm-hmm. questioning it because it's something yes. I think about when I'm thinking about getting in a relationship. It's scary. Yes. It's yes. scary because I've done it before and it didn't turn out so great. Right. So how if everything's changing constantly? Mm-hmm. Then how in the world do you feel confident with picking a partner and like going with it, knowing mm-hmm. that you're going to be a completely different person than you are and so are they? Mm-hmm. Well, because I think that's what attracted me about this quote, joining the dance. It is a dance. I mean, you grow with someone and you may not grow in the same direction, but when you love each other, you want that person to be who they are and to have and find their place in life and you kind of find your place in life together because you will it to be you want to be together and live your lives together 
And so even though you're both constantly changing and you know, as well as anyone, your dad and I are very different people. <laughs> I think everyone listens to even, even one Friday episode of the show <laughs> probably knows. We're very different. We've always been very different. But honestly, that kind of makes it interesting. I think it might be boring to live with someone that had the same thoughts as I did and, um, you know, what are was never confrontational or never challenging. And I, I think it might be. I don't know. I haven't had, haven't had that type of relationship, obviously. It sounds pretty peaceful. But, um, yeah, but you just, <laughs> you know, if you, love, if you love someone and they love you in return, then you grow through the changes together, whatever they may be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my ex-wife didn't really subscribe to that. No, she didn't. It was different for her. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you the story that she told me like literally a week after we got married that like she just decided that if she didn't want to be married anymore, she would just get divorced? <laughs> <laughs> no, probably I've forgotten it. Yeah, she literally. We, I, mm. I, we, I can remember. You know, there's like certain moments in your life. I remember this. We're sitting at Moe's. Oh, and Moe's is like a Southwest. It's like a, it's a Chipotle, and um, and she was literally sitting there. She was like, so I, I kind of struggled after we got married. I started having like a lot of anxiety. I told her like, it just seems crazy, like forever, right? And she's like, Well, it's not really forever. I just don't want to be married. Do y'all just get divorced? I was like, Okay. <laughs> oh, so I guess geez. I guess she was right. I guess she well, kept her her side of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> let, let me also say for her that was her life experience in her family. Well, that's true too. Yeah, you know her parents right. were divorced, right? So yeah, you know, um, yours aren't. So it's different for you. It's true. The stakes are higher. Um, sure. But I, but I don't think you can be fearful of having a relationship with someone because you may change in a way that they don't, or they may change into something that you don't. Well, I can care think of. for or whatever. You have to you have to learn to you have to learn to accept each other for who you are. I'm thinking and of that one changes all the time. Well, I'm thinking of one couple in particular, and we won't say any names here. But I just want you to think about it for a second. Mm-hmm. When they when they met, they were very similar, mm-hmm. and now they're very different, and that seems very stressful to me. Hmm. I don't know that I'd want to live a life with a partner that I had like nothing in common with when it came to my hobbies, my beliefs, my you know. Well, there's sounds... always there's always common threads. Yeah. Okay. Um, here the, here's the thing: the big four You're not was coming up. out of ever having a relationship with me, kiddo. <laughs> no, I want a relationship, but it's, it's, I I, I'm just, I'm going into it with a different mindset this time. Maybe, and listen, it's so much easier to get married when you're in your 20s. You don't know anything, you don't have anything, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't like nothing, literally nothing matters. Mm-hmm. That's why you almost have to get married in your 20s because after mm-hmm. that, you start questioning too much shit. You know what I mean? Like, you're almost young and dumb and you just go mm-hmm. for it and maybe it works out for you, maybe it doesn't, you know? Because mm-hmm. then you turn 39 and a half and you're like, <gasps> Well, just know, you know this, no perfect time, no perfect person. It's true. No. Okay. We're going to talk about something new today. And I'm actually really excited about this one because y'all know there's nothing more. If you haven't seen a common thread of our advertisers that we have, there's, there's one common theme, which is like convenience is a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Huge on convenience. Also, here's another thing. Y'all, 
turning 40, less than six months, I'll be 40 years old, which is crazy. And my skincare routine has definitely changed in the last five years. I mean, literally five years ago, I wasn't even not, I was, this is true, like 35, like before I got divorced, I was not even washing my face. No. What? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a, a facial cleaner. I didn't do anything. So over the last couple of years, like with Bear and Bloom, they were a big mm-hmm. one that we started working on skincare. I got a mm-hmm. new one I want to introduce you to today. It's mm-hmm. called Apostrophe. Apostrophe is brand new to the podcast. Excited to have them here. It's an online platform that connects you with a dermatologist from your home. And there's nothing more than I love than ending a sentence with from your home, right? (laughs) To get customized treatment for your acne or whatever the skin thing is you're trying to work on. So you can get access to any kind of like oral or topical medications that are clinically proven to work on your acne or do you you know reduce dark spots and improve your skin whatever it is you're thinking about when it comes to your skin like with me i'm just starting to get a little liney you know what i mean those lines <laughs> weren't they're not here <laughs> like they were a couple of years ago you know like where this mm-hmm. you ever wake up and you're like where did that line come from that's new oh yeah every day <laughs> so <laughs> wait until you're 70 <laughs> that's what I'm that's like the things I'm thinking about when it comes to apostrophe. It's great. You simply mm-hmm. fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history and you snap a few selfies and then a board certified dermatologist is going to create an a, like a, a, an initial customized treatment plan for you. And then they have access to prescriptions if you need some for acne or for uh hormone um if you have hormonal issues with with facial acne or you know, things that go on with your you got butt acne. They got that. They got that taken oh. care of. Or they got uh, back acne. And they can take care of that. Basically, whatever whatever your skincare issues are, you can now do it from your home with apostrophe. So, got a special deal for you, by the way. You get $5 off at a po- your first – sorry. Let me tell you. I'm sorry. Got a special deal for you. you. You get your first visit for $5. $5. When you go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer and use our code Kramer, that's a savings of 15 bucks. by the way. This code's only available for you. So use that code Kramer at apostrophe.com slash Kramer. And to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer to get started. Use our code Kramer and then you'll get set up and you can do your first visit for just $5. And thank you to Apostrophe for uh, being a part of our episode today. Also on the podcast, talking about convenience, Care Of is back. Love Care Of. It's awesome. Oh, yes. It is a subscription service that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every single month. This has taken the guesswork out of my um, uh, supplements, y'all. I love, I love recommending care. I love, I love care of weeks. I love recommending this to you because we don't know what supplements we need. Let's be honest. Like it would take you forever to try to figure it out. You can go see a naturopathic doctor if you want to. I've done that in the past uh, with, with good results. I have nothing, nothing bad to say about that, but this, this has really taken the guesswork out of supplements. So, um, whatever it is that you're trying to focus on when it comes to like, how do you really want to feel this year? You know what I mean? Like what, like what, like how does your body feel? And then what I want you to do is go to takecareof.com. You'll take a, a quick in-depth quiz about your lifestyle, your health goals. And mine changes. I take this quiz probably at least twice a year. I need to do it again, actually. Um, but if you, if you want help with sleep, if you want help with uh, recovery, if you want help, um, I'm trying to think of things I used to do that I don't, that I don't do anymore. Oh, I was getting a, a, a protein supplement from them, which I don't get anymore because I haven't, I've kind of moved away from like growing muscle. Um, but yeah, so it just depends on whatever's going on with your life. 
it's awesome. And what ha- what happens? They're going to send you these little vitamin packs, and, it, and basically every day, all you have to do is open that little pack. It's plant based, so that you don't have to worry about it being bad for the environment. You literally just pop those, you know, those supplements in you, and that's it. And you can customize it too. So like, it's not just they're going to give you a list of recommendations of what they're going to put in your little pill pack. And then if you want to add something else, cool. If you want to remove something, that's cool too. I really, I think it's a, a great service, especially if you're like, I want to get healthier, but I'm not quite sure which, which supplements to take. It's a great service. Happy they're back. Uh, you can go to our, it's 50% off, by the way. Whenever you do your very first month of it, of Care Of, it's 50% off. So if you've never done it before, it's the new year, you want to feel better, takecareof.com. Enter the promo code Kramer50. Takecareof.com and enter the promo code Kramer50 for 50% off your first order at Care Of. All right, certified fans. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Really appreciate you. These are people that contribute just a few bucks a month at six bucks. Hope it doesn't seem like a big financial burden for you, but for us, it's massive, right? Because enough of you guys chip into where I don't have to worry about paying the podcast bills. And that's really, really big for me. So thank you for, um, for being a part. By the way, all contributions from certified fans, that money goes 100% to the podcast. We don't take any of that. I do take some of the advertising money sometime, but most of the money is just sitting in a bank account. <laughs> um, <laughs> just paying bills off. That's all we're doing. We're just paying bills, paying bills, paying bills. Uh, so it, maybe you'll consider it. Maybe you'll consider it. We're going to get some bonus content from doing it. We do need a few more people this month. That'd be awesome if you'll join us by texting the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, FANS, to 888-Kramer8. And that'd be amazing if you support our show in the new year. When you One thing you do get when you join is you get an episode dedicated to you. Uh, I told you that this week I was going to try to have the... I don't. Um, <laughs> that's my new goal, by February. Certified fan of the day. I spun, I spun the wheel. It's uh, certified fan number 38. 38 oh, is our certified fan on. of the day. And yay! I'm happy for this one. Hmm. This is one of my favorite people. Oh. I mean that. This really is. B Cat Rose. B Cat R, oh. I should say. B Cat R. B Cat, you have, I remember you. I don't remember the first exchange that you and I had. Uh, she's from San Diego and has been a supporter literally of mine. Her and I just like, we just like clicked. We just clicked. I and mean, I've never, mm-hmm. I've never met B Cat in real life. And we probably talk on social media once a quarter. Um, She's got a, a, a beautiful baby and uh-huh. just a lovely person. Always been a big supporter. Just a, you know, you know, you meet somebody, you're like, that's, that's a great human right there. Mm. That's how I feel with B Cat. So, uh, this episode, I'm lovely. so happy to do this. I don't think we've de- dedicated this. Uh, I don't think you've gotten your episode dedicated to you. No, B-Cat. she hasn't. I would remember so, that name. I just wanted to say thank you for all that you do and thank you for supporting me specifically and thank you for supporting this podcast specifically. Uh, for a long time now, since probably 2015, 2016, whenever we met. So mm-hmm. thank you, thank you, thank you. So thankful for you. This episode is dedicated to you. Mom, let's give B-Cat a whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop to B-Cat from California. Yes. Grateful you. for you. Love you. Love you, love you, love you. Um, if you'd like to join us, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And we need three people this month. I think we can do it. It's only the ninth, so I think we still got some time. Hmm. Um, we, I don't know the schedule for this week. 
my my goal is, and here's the reason I say I don't know the schedule. I really base our schedules off of advertisers, right? Of like who, when, where to make sure we're doing what we need to do to keep our advertisers happy. Uh, I don't handle our advertisers. So that's Jeff's company handles all the advertisers and uh, a lovely woman named Karen does it. And um, my, in a perfect, my world to make my life easy is possible because keep in mind, we have Monday off next week, right? For MLK day. So what I would like to see happen this week, which I don't know is going to happen is we'll have an episode today, right? Full episode. And then we'll have a full episode tomorrow. And then, I won't see you guys again until Wednesday of next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week. The rationale here is we'd give advertisers one full week, right? Of, you know, it's two days this week, three days next week. That's technically one week. Uh, But I don't know if that's going to work. So you're either going to get that or you're going to get some mini mama's boys towards the end of the week and we'll see how it goes. So, Keep you posted by tomorrow's show. Hopefully I should know because they're not leaving. <laughs> um, okay, mom. Anything else for you today? I think that's it. I hope everyone has a, a great week. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I did have a good weekend. You know, this was uh, chemo one weekend for us. And I, I yeah. think it went better than we um, we were had expected. And so we're glad to be through almost the first week one of it. And yeah. um, yeah. So we've had a leisurely relaxing weekend. It's been nice. Good, good, good. (laughs) All right. Well, I love you. We'll do it again tomorrow. Okay. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. It's time for our mental health Monday segment. In case you're new to our podcast, this is where Leah Aguirre, who is a fantastic therapist out of San Diego, comes on our podcast and her and I happen to be friends. And uh, yeah, we just talk about mental health stuff. Anything you might talk about with a therapist, we talk about it here. All right. The only word I can use to describe it is lost. And even when I said this, you you seemed you seemed confused by the term. I seem lost by the term lost. Yeah. Well, Has nobody ever walked into your office, Leah, and said, I'm, I feel lost in life? No. People usually come with an agenda, with like a, I want to work on this thing. It's yeah. usually not, can we address my feeling of loss, of being lost? It's, it's usually something very specific and very um, focused, usually. So I... Uh, I put you this on. That, by the way, yeah. What, what was you flush your toilet? What, what just no, happened? That's my dishwasher. <laughs> Number one Sorry. podcast in the country. We're we're, right. we're on the my dishwasher. Should I turn on it on the off? toilet? No, it's fine. It's fine. It makes, people people it makes expect this to be a janky podcast. It does. <laughs> say, no one expects <laughs> this podcast to be good. It's okay. We've, <laughs> we've crossed that uh, crossed that barrier. <sighs> so okay, let me let me because I put this on social media. I was on Intelum and I. Oh, like yeah, this you're I- idea of just feeling lost, like kept coming up and kept coming up. And I felt it for a while, but when life slowed down for a minute, I was kind of reflecting, I guess. And lost is the best way I can describe it. So, and so I posted this, this whole post on social media talking about how I feel lost. And, um, I got a lot of comments and a lot of people, what, what always happens with these mental health posts is, you know, there's comments on the front side, but it's really the comments and the DMS that are really interesting and obviously not sharing any names, but a lot of people said about the same thing is that they they just feel off. So let me do my best I can to describe loss to you. Okay. Lost. uh, The feeling that I'm having right now is that everything is fine. 
You know, I'm not like, oh, nothing feels like it's lacking. Maybe my romantic life, but nothing really feels like it's lacking. It just feels like I might be heading down the wrong path or the path that I'm heading down doesn't necessarily feel as natural as it did before. So I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, things are going fine. It's, and, and I'm not like, I like my job, you know, uh, I'm still transitioning, I would say getting used to living here, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, family life's great. Um, I, I, there's nothing that's inherently like, you know, typically it's like, oh my gosh, I, and I lost my job and now I gotta, you know, figure that out. There's nothing, there's nothing I feel like to figure out right now. Right. Um, I just feel my life almost feels unnatural. <laughs> okay. That's the best way I can describe it. It's it's hard, but I, I feel lost. I feel lost in my own life. And I guess there's a lot of people that feel the same way. So we're turning. You feel like you're on autopilot. Is that kind of what you're like? I just, I, I it, this doesn't, f- <sighs> what I'm doing doesn't feel bad. It just doesn't feel right. Hmm. Okay. Does that make sense now? So I don't feel like it's a, oh, I hate my job. Oh, I hate my relationship. Oh, I hate this. Because I've been in those moments before where I'm like, wow, I am like not doing or I don't like doing this. There's nothing in my life that feels that way right now. I just I just feel like it's not it's not connecting. It's not feeling like there, there feels like there's nothing to fix right now, yeah. but it doesn't feel right. Do you feel like you have meaning and purpose right now? Um, other than work, not really. So that could be part of it. I think when we're not feeling like we have a sense of purpose or fulfillment, whether, mm. I mean, cause I know you're a spiritual person, so maybe it's like not feeling as connected to your spirituality or maybe, you know, I mean, you are adjusting and transitioning to this new like city, I know it's not new, but now everything's opened up, right? It's like right. kind of back to normal. I mean, it still feels like a transit. I still, when it comes to living here, though, I still feel like I'm in transition. Yeah, so that makes sense to me. I mean, because you're still figuring out neighborhoods and you're meeting people and finding community, and that's that's something that doesn't happen overnight. And especially when things were shut down for a while, you couldn't meet anyone or really like check out everything, and so it becomes. I think that might be part of it. I think too when things are just kind of coasting, we tend to feel like we need a little bit more or there's like, if we're kind of, if the day's super monotonous or our lives are super monotonous, it's hard sometimes to feel like we're doing something that's bigger than us. And that's important for a lot of us, like our faith and spirituality. It doesn't have to be religion, just even like feeling like connected to other people, feeling like there's a bigger purpose, feeling like we have something okay, to offer. Hang on, hang on. This is mm-hmm. going somewhere because like the radio show is fine. Ratings are great. Um, but sometimes I'm like, who cares? <laughs> like, it's, right. like, who, like who cares? Like, uh, uh, yeah. that's so funny. You mentioned that because everything, I, I think I'm so, I'm, I'm, I've been in a, a state that's been so, Gotta fix, gotta fix, gotta fix, gotta fix, gotta fix. And now uh, there's there's really been no new projects. I mean, I've, I've had nothing new that I've really done in two and a half years. And I think monotony may be kicking in now that you're saying this. And, and, and it makes me 
it makes me wonder, like, does does this matter? Like, does this radio show matter? Like, but, should I be doing something else bigger and better? And like, I'm not even talking about like a, a different, you know, station or city, but it's just more of like, does this? Well, I, I'm in a field where it's all about connecting to other, with other people and writing support and serving others. So <clears throat> I'm in a very unique position where I do feel like my work has a whole lot of meaning all the time. And it's actually something yeah. that, it's something that becomes kind of challenging. So then I'll like numb out with like trashy reality television shows like for two hours after work, not every day, <laughs> but often. <laughs> but I think for a lot of folks, they don't have jobs that have that. And it's not like they always hate their jobs or people are miserable. It's just, it's, it pays the bills. It's easy. You check in, you check out, you go to work, you come, you know, you go home. And I do think we need more to life than just work. And yeah. I think, or even just the day to day, even if you have kids, in, you know, kids in a family, we need a little bit more. So like setting a personal goal. I mean, I think me running has been helpful in having something I'm aspiring to do, challenging myself in a very different way. It's given me a sense of purpose. Right. And I honestly don't plan on running another half marathon ever again. This is like a bucket list thing, but it does give me something like a sense of purpose. And I feel fulfilled when I'm getting closer and it's something that I'm looking ahead to and feeling proud of. And so I think we need something that gives us a sense of purpose or gives us that sense of um, fulfillment. And it doesn't have to be like altruistic or necessarily like where you're volunteering or anything, but like maybe like challenging yourself by learning a new skill or planning for a trip Mm. or a new experience or taking on a new hobby or you're like, okay, I need to connect, reconnect to my faith. Like that really helps me or I need a community. So you join um, a recreational like league or something of that nature. And so I think, it's important to look to like our lives and, and kind of, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like, go, like, what's the word? Um, like I'm like, pull back. Like what's the, Oh my gosh, this is Sunday. Well, it's Monday, <laughs> it's Monday but it's Sunday. Well, again, saying, again, nobody, nobody expects perfection in this podcast. What were you saying? When you like kind of like pull back, like and look at your life and being like, what can I add to give me something? Well, that's interesting because I do feel like I've, I've kind of been doing the exact same thing now for about two and a half years. You know, yeah. not much has really changed, which is not like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's it. Maybe I just feel like I'm, maybe I, I feel like my, bo- my body's telling me, hey, something needs to grow here. Like we've been doing Shake the same thing over and over and over every single day, basically, you know, for right. a long time. But I never thought about the fact of maybe it's like my body's wanting more. Maybe mm-hmm. it's not something's wrong. Cause I, I'm sitting over here like, what's, what's wrong? You know, like, I, it, but nothing seems wrong, but the fact of maybe it's the, okay, my body, my life, my spirit, my whatever needs more yeah. than I'm giving it right now. Yeah. Interesting. It's like you're a real therapist. It's like I actually know something sometimes. It's like you actually you just changed my life, Leah. And uh, thank you <laughs> for having me here a, for every Monday. Changing lives. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I've heard though that if you buy Leah's book, uh, your your life will be changed. Are we still plugging the book? What do you want to plug today? We can plug the book. Let's plug the book. It's a great stocking stuffer for for your uh, teenager or for a parent who wants support with teens. So my book, The Girl's Guide to Relationship Sexuality Consent is available for purchase on Amazon, Target and Barnes and Noble. 
You can also check it out on my Instagram page where I list all of my things. <laughs> I heard your empowerment. You can't say, I'm sorry, you can't say check, check it, out. it out without me I laughing. I don't know if you've, if you've I noticed. I love if you it. listen to this segment, you know the end of it. Leah always says, so check it out. I don't even know why that started, but now the I segment like doesn't. It's like what radio personalities say, <laughs> and I'm trying to embody that when I'm on this. <laughs> like I'm trying to shift and no i see that you're you're trying to do my job and i should probably try to do your job imagine me as a therapist it'd be terrible oh god you'd Uh, be like get over it (laughs) why are you so sensitive i think i'd be i think i'd be so anxious the whole time like oh my god that is terrible (laughs) maybe you do have cancer maybe maybe you should be spiraling actually like let's (laughs) we should we should google this (laughs) let's go on webmd together <laughs> All right, where's the book, Leah? Sorry, we got sidetracked. Just don't say check it out until the very end. <laughs> well, Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Target, and um, a lot of big bookstores. And you can find my social media page on or at Hurt Your Empowerment. I link all my things like the website the book page, all that stuff. So check it out. Shout out to Cozy Earth. If you do not have a set of Cozy Earth sheets on your bed, you are making a massive mistake because we give you luxury sheets for 40% off. I think 40% off like this, this is a, first off, you know, I love my Cozy Earth sheets. And if you've not heard me brag about these things, you need to listen to this really closely. I've never slept on softer sheets than Cozy Earth sheets, and I mean that. And I, right before Cozy Earth came on as a sponsor, I just bought some nice sheets, and I was like, man, why didn't I wait? Uh, thinking that they'd be similar, and then I got some Cozy Earth sheets, and I'm like, dang, these are so much better. Why didn't I get these in the first place? <laughs> They're so good, y'all. Cozy Earth sheets are made out of bamboo. Uh, they've been a longtime sponsor of ours, so we've had a lot of people that have gone out and bought Cozy Earth sheets. I hope that you'll, you know, remember, remember this. And I, I honestly, I know I said this last week, but I, but for sure, this is their last week on our podcast. <laughs> so uh, I want to make sure you get this forty percent off. Literally everything cozy. We're talking robes, towels, blankets, clothing for men, clothing for women, and of course, the sheets. The sheets are like the OG way in, though. That's like the that's like the the go to. Oprah's favorite thing now. Four years in a row from Cozy Earth. Go check out and see what you can get at cozyearth.com. Coupon code is Kramer forty. Kramer forty for forty percent off. You get a hundred night sleep guarantee and a ten year warranty. Cozyearth.com. Promo code Kramer four zero. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Well, I hope uh, this has been a relatable podcast. I hope you're able to take something from this. And if I'm turning into a weird, unrelatable person, please let me know. Enjoy your Monday, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.